Today on the High Button Podcast, our guest goes by the name of Tyler Noseworthy. Tyler and I grew up playing hockey against each other in the junior ranks. He played in the Maritime Junior A Hockey League for the Weeks Crushers and Bridgewater Lumberjacks. He also played in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League for the Victoria Tigers. He did actually play down in the States. He played a little bit in Connecticut, Alabama, and New York, and also playing locally for the Dalhousie Tigers. We're going to sit down, talk to Tyler. Matthew Dudelay is also going to be joining us, a returning guest. It's going to be a good one. Here we go. Drop, right? so. What time's the game at? Where's the game at? Where is it? Buddy, it's in my garage. Oh, it's not in East Dance. So it is in East Dance. Fuck. Oh, we're going here. Oh, uh, all right. All right, I'm happy to have you. This is Tyler Noseworthy. Uh, me and him grew up each other. Well, we didn't grow up together, but we played against each other in uh, in Junior A. Um, I absolutely hated playing against him because <laughs> he was effective. And uh, he was a big body, but skilled. Hard to move. He had great chirps. I had terrible comebacks. Uh, no wonder him and Doodley are good friends. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. It's, uh, yeah, anyways, Tyler, I'm happy to have you here, buddy. Minor hockey, yeah, too, don't forget. Uh, yeah, it's great to be here. I appreciate uh, appreciate the invite. As soon as I put your picture out on the Instagram picture, just like Doodley, there was a lot of hype around it. There was a lot of, uh, oh, boy, this is going to be good. Oh, was there? Oh, geez, I, I don't know why. Well, I mean, when you spend a good portion of your life in the bar, you get to know some people, right? So. Well, that's just Halifax in general. <laughs> that's it. Um... So I honestly like your your uh, your career is you got a hefty career here. So I want to start back at the beginning, back when we played against each other, because after that's when you kind of went down to the states. And I forgot to mention Australia in the beginning of the podcast. But Tyler also played in Australia, which is pretty impressive. We're definitely gonna get to that. But let's talk. Um, yeah, I want to talk. I guess you covered Bridgewater doodley when you were here last time, but maybe Tyler, you have a different perspective on uh, on playing in Bridgewater and maybe also uh, Jimbo stories. Oh yeah, there's, there's I don't tons know. of those. <laughs> yeah, let's start playing back in Bridgewater. How'd you like it? Uh, I mean, playing in Bridgewater was it was incredible. It was one of those things where I actually got traded from Picto to Woodstock over the summer, yeah. and me and dudes and Wiggy were living in Ocean Towers. And I remember, like, I remember hearing about the trade, and I was like, oh, fuck. As sweet as that would be, and, like, you know, there's good money there and stuff, I was like, I don't want to play with those fucking clowns. Like, I, everyone hated Woodstock, right? So we're, you know, we're all living together. I was like, let's try and get me to Bridgewater. And then all of a sudden, a couple phone calls, 
Tate Paul traded to Woodstock in exchange for Tyler Dozley. We were loving it. Yeah, oh, yeah, we, we were, were great. I actually got to our buddy Alds to pretend to be my agent and call them because no. I just didn't want to go there. Yeah. That's incredible about that league. And you just kind of you can trade. You're you're your own GM. You're your own agent. I know you 100%. got your own, but you can if yeah. you want to wheel and deal, you can do it. Hey, just do it over Facebook chat. Yeah, you want to be an NHL That's agent? Start days. there. How's she going? I want to play there. Yeah. I didn't know that you guys worked that trade. I didn't know that you went. You were originally went to Woodstock. Yeah. Where were you before Woodstock? Victoriaville. Uh, well, so I went from Victoriaville back to Pictou. I think that was uh, my 18 year. So I started. I started okay. the year in Victoriaville, my 18 year, and then I just that wasn't for me. I I fucking hated playing Pictou? Uh, Victoriaville. Oh, Victoriaville. Yeah, I hated playing there. The coach was a fucking clown. And was he a French guy? He was, and yeah. he, you know he was trying to get me to fight, and like you know I'm not really <laughs> much of a fighter, so I wanted nothing to do with that. It was probably my own fault. I got in a fight like the first game there, but that was just by accident. You know, you know how these things go. But then it was just snap show. Yeah, a bit a bit of a hothead, but. Didn't I didn't want to be that guy, you know. Well, you already signed the lease, man. You didn't have a choice. We were making the deal happen, or you, yeah, or you were living it. in Halifax and not playing hockey. That's so. How many English guys were on the team when you went to Victoriaville? Many? Oh, any man. any maritime was, guys at least? There, there was uh, two Newfoundlanders, and then uh, Brad well, McDonald actually came there uh, a little bit after after me in a trade with I, I think Gatineau or whatever. Okay. So it got a little better, but I mean, there was you know it was capacity French guys and the coach. You know, it was trying to make the most of it, right? Like that's your ultimate goal, pretty for much. For sure, is, yeah. I was, you know, it was it was cool, tough. and I it was still like young in my junior career, so it was cool to like play in the queue. But yeah, it was one of those things. I was just like, this isn't for me, and I, I had yeah. a lot more fun playing junior A. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. good. Some people don't realize that when you're playing young, you're just like, oh, I'm in the queue. That's good enough for me. Some people yeah. don't realize the fun of it of just playing more ice time. Yeah, that's well, you don't realize so those six or seven years down the road. Yeah, maybe not. I guess barely so. breathing in beer league and. <laughs> Like, what? These kids are only like 16, 17. Um, <laughs> I was like, holy shit. There's always some good stories about billets. What were your billets like? Ooh. In Victoria. Uh, oh, actually, in before, before I answer, I'm going to tell you a story about my dad. Because my dad played for Gatineau when he was younger. He actually okay. played with Luke Robitaille. And when he had a billet back in the day, they used to lock the fridge. They put a chain <laughs> around the fridge and the lock so we could only eat at certain times during the day. What? Absolute oh, ridiculous. Man. Oh, that that's that goes for a French billet for you. Anyways, uh, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, no, that's, that's, tonight. You got to try to top that. That's one. a good one. Wow. Okay, so when I first went to Victoriaville, I was seventeen. Um, I was a little bit mischievous. I was already a year junior, <laughs> little year junior into me. So like, you know, I I was a little more uh, mature than I guess I should have been at that time. So. 17, me and uh, the other guy from Newfoundland get caught out uh, at the strip club <laughs> after curfew. Coach calls. Billets aren't cool enough to really make that call. I know he's asleep. Yeah, everything's good. So yeah. kind of got fibbed on there. <laughs> um, is that strip club? Yeah, yeah sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, so it, nothing really came of it. But then when the, the next year rolled around um, training camp, uh, the coach calls me and he's like, Nosey, uh we're, we're going to put the trainer with you, and uh, he'll keep an eye on you. I was like, ah, fuck off. I hate this already. <laughs> what does that mean, keep the trainer with he you? He literally, like, Tight leash, you know, the trainer needed a place to live, and so this billet had two bedrooms, and oh, so they sent me, God. and without instead the of trainer. another player, the trainer came over and kind of, but I, that was just. the trainer as his billet dad. Yeah, that was the start That's of crazy. something that I just did not like. Did he so speak was, English? Yeah, he's a, he was actually a good guy. Well, that's good, at least. Yeah. Fuck. What was the food like? They feed you well. They did, you know, like the the billets. No matter what, they're I hated always the billet thing. They're always good for having mm. a bunch of food in the house. Just I love billets, man. You love oh, them? Yeah. Well, we had, I well, did I too, had man. one billet, I think, the Pee Wee tournament, and then I guess Bridgewater for when we did weekend trips and shit. Yeah, I guess. Yo, you, 
You had billets in Bridgewater? I yeah. thought you said you guys lived in Halifax. Well, we lived in Halifax, but the odd time we'd play like, you know, two home games, like a Friday, Sunday, and play in Yarmouth in between or something, right? Yeah. So they would just find billets for us, and we'd like do like some events during the day, like pack groceries or whatever the fuck it was. Oh, okay. So, we actually had a pretty good time the one time we did that in Bridgewater. I remember going out to that like shit, shitty bar that was inside in that the mall. mall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah we, that was, <laughs> you guys pushed me in the cart, remember, and it wiped out. <laughs> yeah. I went slide across the yeah. parking lot. Yeah, it was so cold that night. I ended up losing the boys. I just snuck into a bank there yeah, to kind of try and the stay floor, warm. We picked Scotia Bank in like the fetal position to try to stay warm. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So, like, we didn't have builds that much, I don't think, probably for that reason. But it was good. We were we lived across from the rink. What, like Bridgewater? Across the street is that, from it. Is that, bridge, is that rink still there, the Bridgewater one? I think it's still there. I don't know what. They probably yeah. just use it for, like... High school and shit. I, wouldn't, I have no idea. I, I can't see them tearing it down. That's a no. It's a staple in Bridgewater. It's still a, a good staple rank, for sure. Just, Are the Lumberjacks still a team? Yeah, South I know Shore, South Shore yeah. now. South Shore Lumberjacks. But so those leagues change up all the time. Yeah. Who did you play for, Major Midget? Subways. Are you Subways? Yeah. Did I play, I only played one year at fifteen, and then went to junior right away after. Oh, did you? Yeah. Where'd you go right after? Picto. Oh. And that was the year that uh, they were hosting the Fred Page. So, like, that was a oh, pretty wow. big decision to be made. I've, honestly, I look back, and other than the fact that we won the Fred Page and I got to go to the RBC at 16, yeah, I, I think back and and kind of wish that I had played another year midget. Yeah. Probably would have been better for development, but yeah. not for stories. <laughs> Who's the coach back then? Troy you? Ryan was the coach. Troy Ryan? Yeah. In, in Picto? In Picto, yeah. He's a, what do you think about him? That's a guy who I, I eventually love to get on here. Oh, yeah. he's. I, I mean, he's one of those guys, like, he was so intense, but then he was friendly. And, like, I actually – I really liked him as a coach. There was times where – me and his, me and him knocked heads like you know I got in like a little bit of trouble. But, but that's what you kind of wanted for coach. sure. And he, but like you know, then you know that he cares, right? Because yeah. he's you know get rattled at you. And I was yeah. just just a kid, yeah. You know, well, so well, he kind of trying to do is hold you accountable. Exactly anyways, right. So. so I I always have like I have a respect for Troy for sure. I think that he he's a great coach. He'd be a good good yeah. guy to have on the on the show for sure. He was a great guy to like. He know he knew how to make his players work. He knew how to find like the weakness in a player, yeah. point it out so you you worked harder on it. For sure he did. Perfect example. I was playing in Summerside with him. I was playing terrible. He called me out in the dressing room. He's like, "Belanger, why the fuck do you even play hockey?" And I just got fuck I I lost it. Went out in the third period and got two goals, one in overtime. Just like he knows the sweet spot. Oh yeah. He knows how to tick his players when off. And where, he can right? light when he can light where. a fire pretty yeah. easily. Yeah. 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 The guys and congratulations if he's listening. Maybe not. Hopefully he is. Uh, congrats on the silver medal. Yeah, Olympics. That boy, Troisy. Yeah, that's crazy to think about. It is, man. Him yelling at me and then watching him in the Olympics. So. Yeah. Boy from Spryfield in the oh, Olympics. Yeah. Boy's doing it. Pretty Spry incredible. Town special. That's right. Um, okay, so you're in Picto. Then you go to Victoriaville. You don't really like Victoriaville. Then you go to Bridgewater. Yeah. So then after Bridgewater is what's the connection there? Did you go down to Connecticut, Alabama? East Coast. Or no, no actually, uh, so that that second year back in Bridgewater when it was actually you were twenty as well. Okay. Um, me and Wig were were kind of we were given a little bit of string to the to the whole situation because we were going into our twenty year and we knew it wasn't going to be a strong a strong team, but we didn't really want to bail on it right away, you know. So we came in, gave it a chance. I mean, the, the coach that was there was just, I mean. He, it, it, it wasn't wasn't good. he showing up to like parties and oh stuff, yeah like trying to shut it down oh yeah so, oh, so jack uh, or strobes yeah had a party and he was on the team and you know we just played didn't play the next day and he rolls up to this party and gets rattled that we're all there drinking Can you and imagine? and we're sitting there like me and wigger like buddy we're 20 years old 
Like, this is how it's going to be. You need to get out of fucking high school. And, you know. I'll tell you who would have been answering so it was the door bullshit. if I was there. This guy. Yeah. Excuse me, sir. You weren't invited. But anyway, so, like, uh, me and Wig, like, we weren't really winning games, but we were, like, playing well. I think it was me, Wig, and Sons on a line. And, like, you look at Sons now, he's fucking... He was good then. He just wasn't big. But now he's... Yeah. My God, he's a fucking monster now. Yeah, and he's, and he's a too. sick player. So, me and him and... Wig were like ripping up, but we were losing every game. So we were a pretty good trade rate. Uh, Wig went to Yarmouth, as as you know, because you stayed in the league as well. But I went out Jesus, west yeah. to uh, Dauphin. Whoa, yeah. So that was that was probably the the thing that was best for me because without that, I probably wouldn't have got a sniff uh, with pro hockey the, the following year. More eyes on you, different eyes. Hundred percent. Yeah, like there was, you know, there was a time in playoffs where you're playing against Winnipeg, and uh, the coach came in. Uh, it was like second intermission. He called me out. He was like, just so you know, that like there's a there's a coast uh, scout here, and um, he's got a guy, and he came down, just kind of like threw some names at me, and he was like, you were one of them. So, like people are watching tonight. I was like, fucking right. That's you're beauty. at that point in your life too. You're trying to prove something. Hundred percent. Right. You're, you're right? Heading like, down like the retirement path, and yeah, hopefully yeah. not. Right. So. Yeah. You know, junior A at twenty, it's either gonna happen for you next year, or, or that's it. Right. Yeah, you know, yeah, you'll, yeah. you'll fuck off and do something else. But yeah. we touched on that too. So, that's so yeah, true. but that ended up working out. So. Yeah, that's incredible. Well, that when that happens in the room and someone comes down and like, yeah, someone's watching you. They got the clipboard out. It just does something to you for sure. It does. It's Certain just, people. Yeah. Some yeah. people just crush under that kind of pressure, right? Some people just don't give a shit. So, yeah, that's true. Some people do crush under that pressure. You gotta, you gotta be a playoff guy. You know, that's, you gotta be a playoff guy in the, the regular season. That's the game. The hockey <laughs> world, though, you called those right? that's a suitcase, right? But it, it was all good things. <laughs> <laughs> all good things. A lot of tracksuits. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you still, you, you're the guy who has a lot of tracksuits, don't you? You still got them all. Yeah, you know by, got, like, by, by being a thief. <laughs> no, buddy. Borrowing and forgetting to return does not make you a thief. I got a few. It's funny, though. I got a few tracksuits. Like, I got a Picto one. Like, you got a uh, Jeff Hum uh, Picto <laughs> top jacket. I could Somehow. Right? I was playing Bridgewater and get to go to the Crusher house. What's the Crusher house? It's like they have a house there that they rent or something like that, yeah. isn't it? Jesus yeah. Christ. That's, Which is, like, that's bad news. I don't ask a lot of Having questions. Right? Like, I'm just along for the ride. For I'm still trying part. to get over that Junior A coach busting in on you guys having some beers oh yeah every time was... what do you expect you're having a beer it's junior hockey yeah, yeah like what are we 13 no it was we're crazy not. some of us are 20 like i go down to the bar if i want that was one of the last straws <laughs> for me and wig we were like we, you know what we t- what point of the year did this happen christmas this was no god no i left uh my first game in dauphin i think was halloween so i played 10 games i think me and wig both played 10 games we were both sitting at like 20 points each like just doing well but losing every game it was terrible. I think our last game was against you guys. We uh, went in, and before the coach came in, we were like, boys, just so you hear it now, before like it's a big shit show, like, we're probably done. <laughs> Yo, you said that in the, the room, team. yeah. Just like, was the coach was just, there? No, because we didn't want to like make a thing, but yeah. we wanted to like show the boys the respect they deserve. Like, yeah. you know, we're 20s boys, like, can't you know, do th- it. This is it. Well, for done. us. Yeah. It reminds me of something funny, too. The, him and Wade came down to, I was playing Junior B at the time, and they came down just to like stay on the ice after being out of Bridgewater or whatever. And, like, you know, trying to persuade them to play Junior B, right? But yeah. Anyways, they they both go to their teams, and they come over for a practice one time, and obviously they're just flying around everybody. And we had this one guy, I can't remember his name, but he, was, he wasn't he was great, you know? He's, he was an all right guy, but he just wasn't great. And anyways, the boys come in after practice, after, like, visibly tearing up practice, and everybody's like, so what coach say? You make the team? <laughs> Are you fucking with me, like, like, no, man, we're not trying to. We're no, just because all it's introduced them as like uh, junior C call ups, their APs. He's like, just be nice to them, make them feel welcome, yeah. all that shit, right? So, so the guy the took guy it right took to it heart. Serious, <laughs> I guess I don't know, but it just reminded me of that when you said it. So, <laughs> and Joel, then off they went. 
Joel offered me the, the, the Crosby deal there, a dollar off every seat. He was like, you stay, I'll give you a dollar off every seat. Oh. And that year they were doing well. third line, right? So I'm like, no, boys, get going. <laughs> where, did they, where did they give you that offer? But like where? We went for one practice, and yeah. it was as we were waiting to be traded after leaving Bridgewater. And the coach there, like all our buddies are on the team, the right? Oh, yeah. Campbell was there. Alds was there. Yeah. I was there. Like we had Clarkie. Yeah. It was just a I mean? team full of our friends. Yeah. So it was kind of tempting, a dollar off every seat, but... And we sold a ton of them. Yeah, I was going to say, you guys, yeah. that's not bad. I forgot about the Crosby deal. That was in Ramuski, right? Yeah. Can you imagine? The guy was a millionaire at 17. Oh, my God. It's insane. What do you say? Oh, you want to get back to the script? I like it when we go off. There. Yeah, I do. Too. Man, I could talk about Crosby for days. I got oh, stories. Okay. I got, how do you guys got dirt on Crosby? We all got. Oh, how, I don't have any dirt on Crosby. No. He's a fucking. You know, you know, you can't. Not dirt. It's good yeah. dirt. It's oh. just like it's good dirt. Yeah, but yeah. you can't say it because I think he's got a wife. But yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's the yeah. code. That's the code. Yeah, that's the code for sure. Um. I wanted to fucking... What did I want to talk about? It wasn't even on this. We were on a train of thought towards something else. Oh, yeah. Where did you said you played out west? Winnipeg? Yeah. No, uh, Dauphin, Manitoba. Dauphin, yeah, Manitoba. So MJHL. Okay. Yeah. I, I think I saw that on the DB, but I got to get off the DB. I gotta, yeah. What did you say the other one was? Uh, the, the one that just to look at now is Elite Prospects. I'm going to write that. For, uh, for future reference, you get any guys on here? That's yeah, where you'll definitely. find all their, uh, all their stuff. Um. Did Troy ever tell you that? Because I think it, it, Troy said that it happened in Picto. He tried to cut a guy the first year he was there, and he didn't leave. Like, he showed up to practice the next do you, day. Do you, do you know who that is, dudes? Uh, was it? That's Piggy Ants. Was it? Oh, so you know the story. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was there. <laughs> he literally tried to cut Anthony. Yeah. And he, just, like, it was, he must have thought he was joking. And then he showed up again, and <laughs> I guess Troy liked his enthusiasm and played another game. Fought another couple times, got speed bagged. <laughs> I mean, finally the the cord was cut, but I I fucking loved it. I thought, and plus Piggy's a beauty, good guy to have around, right? So I can't believe I I knew it was true, but not to that degree. Like I <laughs> thought he said he came back for a practice and then left. I didn't no, know he, that he he played another game. I mean, like I had a couple guys growing up playing like midget a couple times, but he got cut, and I maybe he just miss misread what the coach said. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure, but yeah. he showed up the next time. Coach cut him, and then he just kept showing up. And eventually, he was like, dude. Yeah, I appreciate it, but like, you got to be a mean prick to tell somebody a second time, like, "Hey, do you not get it, kid?" Like, oh, it sucks you know? too, right? Man, I wouldn't be, able be to that, do that guy. Yeah, <laughs> I remember Bantam AAA when I got cut to go to AA. When I left the room, the guy was like, "Just tell the kids you made it when you go outside, so it'll mess them up. It'll, it'll yeah. trick everyone." <laughs> All right, that's ruthless. <laughs> Good call. I, I remember yeah. with the Max when we were doing cuts the third year, a parent came in with the player, like he was he was a guaranteed cut. He was getting cut, and his parent came in with him. I was like, oh. Oh, yeah, nice. Good call. Totally off topic. I was working at a hotel two years ago, and they were doing job interviews. Both the parents came in for the job interview with the kid. Just, oh. <laughs> like, like stepbrother <laughs> shit. Yeah. Let us interview you. We're doing the interview now, not you. Um, all right, let's move on to us. Actually, no, we'll wait for Australia, because I'm sure there's... By the way, Australia, yeah. any guys that are listening have the hottest girls on Instagram by far. I don't care if you're from L.A., New York, anywhere. Australia yeah. has the hottest girls, so I hope you have some... Do you have a girlfriend right now? No, I don't. Okay, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, so well, then what's next? Connecticut? Uh, yeah, I guess that would that would be next. So um, after that, my last year of junior, uh, I was given the opportunity to go down, um, start out in the SP, okay. the SPHL. Okay. Um, unfortunately, uh, over the summer, they, they decided on that, that lockout. So my first year down in the States, it was actually that half lockout year. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that really 
puts a funnel on the whole pro hockey thing, like right? So it's bumped up. Yeah. So like I'm thinking, you know, I was given a spot on this team like via email. It, it's it's all bullshit though. Like with that with the minors, yeah. They say you're, you know, but it's you don't have a have a spot until you like make the team and sign, right? Okay. So I was at the camp there, and there was like guys that had played like a couple games in the A the year before at this SPHL camp. So I'm like, this is fucking crazy. So I ended up going down to uh, Danbury in the FHL, which was actually a blessing. Sick. It was a blessing in disguise, really, because that filter down effect made that league really good as well. And it just, I don't know, it worked it's for me. Like I, I found on. success as a, as a young player on a, on a kind of a veteran team. And um, doing so well, I actually got called up to the SP still during the lockout to Huntsville. Okay. In which Alabama. Was in Alabama, yeah. which is by far the like the funnest time I've ever had. Like Huntsville is incredible. Is that the year you did spring break and shit? No, that was the following year. We'll okay, get to okay, that. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, boy. My bad. Um, my bad. Spoiler. Yeah. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, after I went up to Huntsville, um, the lockout had ended shortly after that. I ended up getting another call up to Elmira, which is the East Coast League. Um, I was in another lineup there, uh, healthy scratch every now and then. Yeah. But it's like a a ten forward thing. Like in the minors, they have three lines with an extra guy because it's developmental. Really? Yeah, which is good for. It's good to be like that. That's if you're a lot trying of ice to, time. It is tons of ice. So twenty minute stop period. Hundred percent. Wow. Yeah. So I'm getting like. I'll play probably 10 minutes as like a 10 forward type thing just because guys need that rest and yeah. PK or whatever. So it was a great experience. Um, that team, however, didn't make the playoffs. So um, once their season ended, Dan Barry was actually starting up their, their playoffs. So I went feds, uh, spill, coast. Okay. Season ended. Yeah. And then I went backtracked two leagues just to play in the playoffs. <laughs> Holy so I was, you know, fired on all cylinders. Like we swept the playoffs. I think I, I think I led the playoffs in scoring. Got like MVP. You did the you? Yeah. Game that year too, didn't you? Yeah, I went okay. to the All Star game as no the first year. Warm up? I did That's because the dream, man. That's there the was a rule dream. on our team: if you had good hair, and you were a rookie, you could go no bucket for a warm up. So I was in my fucking. You got a picture of it? I do. There's there's pictures. I mean, I they're on. Yeah, that's a yeah. Nice I got them on situation. platforms. Yeah, so it's. Well, picture didn't happen, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. that's it. I've lost I a couple phones. Anyway. I've lost a couple phones since then, though. Worst. So it's, that's tough. But that is tough. But yeah, no. So it was it was like a whirlwind season, but like probably the best experience of my life. Like as far as hockey, like kind of making those jumps and traveling all over the country. And yeah. So yeah, it was it was pretty sweet, and we won the championship. You wanted and what? Yeah. I, I lost track of what league you finished in. Yeah, so I went back to the feds. <laughs> yeah, and we we swept and yeah. won the championship. That's incredible. Got a ring. Had That's a big incredible. parade. It was, it was ring hunting, buddy. It was, it was a good Honestly. time. Well, you're, you're jumping around to so many teams. Do you have an agent, or did you contact all these teams and go around from? I like, I had an agent. Okay. Until I quit playing in the queue, because at that point, if you have an agent and you're not really showing like the drive to fucking make big he bucks where he's not going to see a, a yeah. penny off you, like they'll let you go. They'll let you go. Right. Yeah. So it was good for a bit. Like, you know, he gave me sticks and stuff like that when I was yeah. 16, 17 and 18. But like, that was really the yeah. gist of it, you know? Yeah. And, but then when you get to the pro level, it's basically, uh, Coaches calling coaches. You, you really don't do anything yourself at that point either, right? So. They back up your resume. Yeah. So, right, here's Tyler. Know, he's a good. Okay. How many players are moving around in the run of a year? You know, yeah, you it's like, crazy. It's, so yeah. a coach will be looking for a guy. Hey, like they'll maybe check a little bit of stat, nothing crazy. And then yeah. 
hey, like you want to call up, so then you're you're on a flight. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I guess realistically, if someone asked you, like, would if they were like, oh, I, I was interested in taking that route, you'd be like, hundred percent. Yeah. Tell them to do it. Oh yeah. Even for development wise you're not, too. You're never gonna call dad turn down a call up. Right? No, I know never, that, but just like never. you know, bigger like that, money the higher you go. That kind of shit so. can fuck with a certain kind of guy. You know what I mean? Like traveling all the time and like moving oh, yeah. around. How, do, how like would it that, fuck right? with a guy? I don't know. Just some guys just like to settle in places and like they're shook by like change and like off schedule. And, you like, guys just, in the dressing room trying to meet just friends. Stuff like that. Like, like that. you know what I mean? If you have a guy that's just like been business all his life and he hasn't really been out in the social setting and stuff, like it's hard for you to just mingle with people right away and you know what I mean and be a glue guy right off the bat. It's it's so funny you say that because I feel like the only reason why I liked that the first year was because I was so like hot and horny because it was my first year where I was like, okay, boom, call up, let's go, let's go. Mm. But then the following year, I sp- this is where the, the spring break story comes in. Yeah. The following year, I actually uh, started out on a, on a new team to the league in Bloomington, Illinois in the SP. Okay. And I was I was doing well Sorry, like bro. as as like a kind of a rookie still cuz I had only played so many games the following or the previous year in the SP. Okay. And I was doing really well as like leading the team in scoring. So like there was call-up opportunities, but you know, like I liked my coach, we had a good thing going and I was playing a, a shit ton, so I didn't really want to move. I got complacent as dudes was just saying, but it's just one of those things like if it had been my first year, I would have been eager to get up that next level, to get level up there right or whatever. Now. So I just kind of yeah. got complacent with it, and our team didn't make the playoffs or anything. So it's a whole new world for you, right? Too coming it from is. here, and then you go there, and you're absolutely loving every second of it. You know, yeah. what I mean, there's nothing that pisses you off. Then you're like, I just want to stay here. Like, if you're a guy that's like, you know, don't break it if it ain't broke or whatever. Yeah. Or don't yeah. fix it if it ain't broke. Yeah. Then like you're just gonna roll with that because it's working. This whole conversation almost relates to life. Like if you're willing to see a new opportunity and take advantage of it and go after it, whether some people are comfortable with their job and they're just like, fuck that, I'm going to stay here and do this for the rest of my life. But exactly another perfect example where sports can relate to real world problems. Tyler had an opportunity to do something new and he said, absolutely, I'm going to go for it. So it's just another you know, it's kind of off topic, but it's just another. It's not really off. It, topic. it is. I guess it is on topic. It's just another situation where it's a good point. sports yeah. teach you things that really I don't know if anything else can. Maybe. Oh, I would be absolutely screwed yeah. without sports, man. I'm sure you would be yeah. too. Yeah, I mean, I every <coughs> social everything skills? I know, like yeah. you know, getting cut, telling you like you suck or like you need to be yeah. better or you know what I mean, this and that or you're not going to do this. Then you you know what I mean. Certain people you like to fire under your ass. Some yeah. people are like. Eh. The only time I the only way I've ever gotten through a fucking job interview in my life was relating to like challenges I faced while playing hockey or yeah, exactly. competing. It's what you know? you know. It's what you're comfortable so, with, right? Like an employer will look at that and they'll be like, wow, like at least you got like some some determination, a little bit of grit. Yeah. You know, more so than <laughs> somebody that's just like, oh. Life fourth liner. Right? You know, like I had A's, so like give me the job. I'm a good student. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like for sure. Exactly. Yeah. All, most of my social skills come from hockey, man. Being made fun of for the first time in a dressing room. Oh, man. Learning to bounce back from it from this guy. That's probably, I was going to say, it's probably due to give it to Okay, at some point I was the target, right? I just, I grew out of it. Yeah. Snapped one day and just started giving it back to people. And then they, then they fuck off, right? It's like bullies. Yeah. That's what they do. I don't even bother with you anymore. You're too fucking quick for me. <laughs> oh, how quick is he? Oh man. Oh, I, did you listen to the last podcast? I had? did. I, I enjoyed it. it he was, was our hero. Yeah. It was yeah. Good. Right. <laughs> There'd be times where I'd sit there and actually try and think of something to say, and then like dudes would fire back so quick, and it was like he'd be waiting for me to come back with something, and then he'd be like. Ah, I got yeah, nothing. Yeah, and then it ends with "fuck off" or I'll beat the shit out of you. Like, all right, <laughs> you win that's, now. That's all I really got. You'd be like <laughs> ten steps ahead of everyone. Always, you're always thinking ahead. That's yeah. from Johnny, man. 
From who? Johnny, oh, Johnny, man. Johnny, yeah. Quick wit. You, know, you say something to him even when you're eight, he's right back at you. It's hereditary. Great. All right. That's right. It's a good word. There you go. Did you tell him about the book that I liked it and I said thanks for bringing it? Did, he, did you tell him I liked I it? I was talking to him about it, yeah. Obviously, man, Johnny loves to hear that stuff. He put all his, literally all his spare time into making basically a time capsule for me. So I was telling I'm sure he'd be pumped if someone yeah. else seen it. Johnny I was, was literally say. the photographer when we were kids. Oh, yeah. For any of those like under 15s, under 16 stuff. Like he was the kid. Yeah. He was the guy to look at now, picks. man. You know, yeah. like seems a little bit weird at the time because no. you just don't get it, right? Yeah, you're young, of course. Then all of a sudden, bam, you got these, you're opening the book and you're all of a sudden you're in tears. Right? Oh, sitting man. in the garage. I was holding some back when I was looking at it. I was telling Alex about it the other day. You know Alex. Oh, right? yeah. Zaf, Zaf Daddy. He's in all of them. I was like, man, you got to see them. So You played in Dow with him, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. yeah, he was oh, there. Oh, yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. Let's, yeah, let's move on to Dow. So yeah. Dalhousie uh, University under the old Moosehead coach. Uh, Chris Donnelly. Chris yeah. Donnelly. Yeah. How was that? I mean, that was good. That was kind of a – it was a weird situation for me because I had to – I've I had already played two years of pro and I had to go back in red shirt and then really would have only had one more year to play type thing. So Don's was helping me out by kind of keeping me in the game while I started my my scholastic career, if you will. Um, so yeah, I mean Don's Don's is a great coach. Uh, for a whole year, all I did was practice and go to school because I had to red shirt. Yeah. That was when uh, when Zaf was there actually. Yeah, and uh, then I played one year. Um, that hockey was fucking so good. Was oh, it? It's the best hockey it, around. It's the best hockey around. Like, honest to God, the, me taking a year off and only practicing, like, that's that was extremely difficult. I, you, you really lose your your game touch when, when you're off for a full year, and it was really hard to find with such a high level of play. So what do you think, like your cardio or like your stills, your, sk- your stick skills? It, your... It, it was more or less like just your timing of your play. You I get wouldn't, in the momentum. Yeah, the like I almost. wouldn't say cardio so much because I still, I worked out hard. I skated every day. And your timing with your passes and like your ability to read the play like a second ahead, you know, yeah, to make yeah, things it's happen just, It's just playing sense. Away from it the all, you get a little foggy on it with time off, mean. right? I so know what you mean. It was, it was tough, but I mean, I, I certainly appreciated the uh, – the opportunity that Don's gave me being an older guy and all that mm. stuff. So I, sure it was just another experience. And, and I, I always appreciate when somebody, uh, when somebody gives me a shot. Yeah. That's the thing with those teams. Don't they carry like 30 guys? Yeah. Like they carry a bunch of guys. Yeah, they do. How many games are in the season that in the AUS? Uh, I think it's 28. That's not very many. I believe. Yeah. I, I played, I think 20, um, couple couples, couple suspies. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, there's no fighting. Yeah, there's no, no fighting. So I was, you know, I would, I had about eight charging majors. I think I was like second in the league in pims. So that was, you know, I took some liberties when there was when there was no fighting. Absolutely, I would have too. Oh yeah, I can only imagine that's you a, out there. That's the best league in the yeah. world to crush a guy. Oh no a guy, fights. Like, yeah, cross check. <laughs> See you later. Yeah, it's a shame those leagues don't get fans. Like at the forum, they get fans, but like nothing like the like said. What's that? It just doesn't look like yeah. it. What do you mean it doesn't look like? Well, it? university fans are probably better than like the Metro Center fans, anyways. I don't know, but like they they're rowdy. They they're students, and yeah. like you know what I mean. Especially where the SMU's good here. Yeah. So. But that's that's crazy because like any of those other rink, towns, notice, right? Like yeah. Acadia or X or UNB, like they get good fans. They get good fans because what are they gonna do there? Yeah. Besides exactly. go to a, a fucking good game, well, but here it's those schools have campuses, right? And they're based yeah. in small towns, whereas like the big city. I mean, we have like three universities, yeah. like a bunch of community colleges. Nobody's so gonna not, jump on the Metro Transit to go down to the Forum. You that's know? a huge thing. Is honestly yeah. transportation here. They're just fan parked. bus, buddy. What fan bus? Fan bus. Yeah. yeah. Get those down going the down. <laughs> yeah. 
Did you play? Uh, does, does UNB have a good fan base? Because they're like cra- they're crazy good every oh, year, yeah. right? Did you play in UNB? I did. Yeah, did a good I fan mean, base. They would they would have been sold out every game. You know, basically at home, like there'd be a, a random game where maybe it wasn't full, but in playoffs, packed. packed. No matter what, like I mean, I, we had, we didn't make playoffs, but yeah. you see it on TV. They're, it's intimidating they're to play there, there for, for sure. sure. It is, but like even regular season, like. Freddie's kind of big, but not that big. But when you have a really good program, a good team there, a good hockey to watch, you're going to go. Yeah. Right? It's on campus. Yeah. That's what kind of. And they're always hosting all the big cops and shit like that, too, because they're, you know what I mean? They're, that's one of the teams everybody tries to beat, you know? Yeah. They, they win like every year. Yeah. Why, well, why can't Dallas Smith win? Is it because they're alumni? They have a good recruiting process. They have more money. Because look at Dallas, man. They have so much money. Why can't they have a good team every single year? Yeah, you I know mean, what I mean. That's one. And of they're playing in the city. Resources. Yeah, I just don't know if if Dow because there's there's obviously there's got to be some greasy shit going on in the background to get all these studs. The CIS. Yeah, like you got to think like what does the school put more of their like funds into though? Like yeah. UNB is really big on athletics and like stuff like that, whereas Dow's really big on like Science. the scholastic on, on side school. of it and yeah. like you know the, the medicine and stuff like that, right? So it's, yeah. they're not like let's have a wicked hockey, hockey team. team all the time. They're like it's nice to have a hockey team, probably you know. It's like, like buy, Dow's like let's buy a telescope. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I get it. I heard stuff like uh, like UNB. I mean, I don't know if you should, like this is kind of an unwritten rule. We're talking about this stuff. Controversy but, is good. Just keep yeah, I, I've heard stories about UNB bringing <clears throat> bringing guys in who had girlfriends, and they would pay them as if they were working while going to school, getting a full scholarship, as well as pay for their girlfriend's full tuition. So, like, think about that. You're gonna get whatever guy's not going to the A. You're gonna get whatever sick player wants to play hockey and get an education, and I just don't think, I just don't think that uh, that Dow like has any interest in doing, doing shit, that. which which you're not you're not allowed to do that, right? I had no idea that this was a thing. Yeah, that's not what you say, anyways, because it's a, it's just word. You're not allowed to do that, but who's to say that that people wouldn't do it? Yeah, right. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's kind of where you get these studs and these. So would you say that there's AHL caliber guys at UNB? Oh my god, hundred percent. Kidding? Most of the guys that leave uh, UNB end up playing in the A the following year, whether it's uh, whether they just leave their playoffs and go join them for their playoffs, or it's waiting till the following year to play a full season. I didn't know. I didn't know that at yeah, all. Yeah, I mean it's 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 crazy. They're they're such a good program. Yeah. Do you guys get sticks at Dow? Oh yeah, yeah. You, you guys, get all, you, guys you get, get everything the, you need. You get everything you need. Yeah, it's. There's no complaints about playing for Dow. I mean, yeah, it's just outside the rank. The, the benefits yeah. you get, you, you just you kind of wish that you had the same opportunities as maybe some other teams yeah. did. With yeah, fuck even. I got a good free ice time out of this. You know? That's right. What happened? We had a little Christmas break, and I asked Duder if he wanted to come over for this game. Yeah, I tell you what, I ch- we were doing a drill out of the corner. Oh, you're doing practice, and there's empty net, no one around. He was just trying to. Uh, I was just trying to stay sharp. Never hit him on the tape once, man. That just goes <laughs> to show like how far behind you can be in a couple of years. Yeah. Everything in the feet, you know. Why couldn't I make a pass in the tape? Which was so. good at some point, so because I, you know, take them off the. Ah, feet. you got to practice like yeah, in a game it. situation, right? So that's what I was doing for you. That's yeah. all. It's just yeah. good coaching. I believe yeah. you when you say you take a year off. You're just out of rhythm. 100%. Oh man, that was the hardest part. Honest to God, I couldn't find like, and it was so quick too. So it was, yeah. With 28 games, there's little room for error. Oh yeah. You know, like guys that yeah. are going are going. If not, backseat, bud. Yeah. That's it. I hate when I hear guys that almost made it to the NHL and they're like, I could have been there. It's like, 
Mm. They were talking about this on Spit and Chicklets like a month ago. I think it was Bissonette was saying it. And you're just like guys that think they almost made it and they're, they almost made it to the show. It's like, no, you didn't. You, didn't. you might have had 10 games yeah. maybe, but you would have been back in the A or the East Coast or yeah. something. If you it's play just, a full season in the show, you made it to the show. Yeah, Other than that, you're, games. You're, yeah, you're just somebody who kind of got a sniff. Unless you played one incredible. game and then you, you're you saying you played in the show. I know? probably would do that. <laughs> I would, I'd, every, all three of us would do that. Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's the other We're side bashing, of it. But, you know, yeah. We're bashing yeah. it. Exactly. I'm like, yeah, I played, like I think, like 27 seconds and I took a penalty, but, <laughs> but you know, I got I had sick. my name on a Yoon. Yeah, so. I got a fresh twig. And, <laughs> go to I, Elite Prospects. I'm in the <laughs> NHL game yeah, right there. Yeah, that's it. Minus two somehow. But when a guy like Biz talks about it, like, you know, that guy's played Several seasons. That guy knows what the grind is. Yeah, you know? for sure. So, yeah, you can understand where he's coming from when he's talking about that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's a great guy who took advantage of his opportunities outside of the rink with like his personality oh, yeah. and like the radio. Oh, you want? Are you looking at the thing? Yeah, I'm just trying to learn a little bit about my friend as well. You know. Well, I just went over his hockey DB. I just like wrote down everything that I knew Dude, about. You know more about me than I do. Yeah, I know, but I already spoiled one thing. So. And then I went on his Facebook, but we're not friends, so I couldn't look at any of his pictures. <laughs> I went on his Fit page, and it's just him. Don't be shy, Belly. Having a good time. Just a click away, my yeah, friend. Just oh, yeah. <laughs> I should have. Yeah, friend request. <laughs> I don't Everybody remember the last time I added it. about that, right? <laughs> um, all right, well, let's move down. Let's go, let's go down under. All right. Down under. Yeah, down under. That was... Uh, that was a great experience. Honestly, God, I had no idea what I was getting into. Yeah. I uh well, let's I was, talk about the connection first, how it happened. Yeah, okay. okay, so I was playing beer leagues with these fucking guys hey. in the East Hance League, which I heard that you are now interested have, have now been Gears recruited. There, it's warming up. Yeah. I like that. So, anyways, we're uh we're playing in the in the beer league out in East Hance and I'm thinking about going back to the States. You know, I'm not playing at Dow anymore. I'm just going to school. I'm okay. thinking like I'm a little bit bored, so Completely I wanted to go back. Completely ruins beer league team, by the way. Wanted to go back and what'd you say? Completely ruins the beer league team, by the way. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> just bailed on the boys. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so I was uh, thinking about just switching over to online classes and going back to the states playing pro. So okay. um, I reached out to uh, my old coach, coach in Huntsville, and he was like, "Yeah, like come on down." Like, so I got jumped right back into it. Yeah. Probably about a week into that. I got an email from a guy um, for in Sydney, and he was like, hey, like, you know, I got your name from so-and-so. Like, just wondering if you'd be interested in coming to play in Australia. And I was like, fuck. Thought to myself, like, that'd be pretty fun. So, yeah. I, so yeah. I immediately <laughs> gave him the green light, and I was, you know, I was fired up about it for, the, like, from Christmas on. We were. And, uh, yeah, so the season <laughs> ended. I came home for about a week and a half and then flew down to Australia. Um not a big deal. Australia. Yeah, flew down to Australia with my gear. With, yeah, <laughs> bathing suit. It is a grind of a of a travel day. I'll tell you that much. I landed in uh, in Sydney at six a.m. and played my first game at three p.m. I love it in I Australia it. at a town it called Newcastle, two hours outside of Sydney. How'd you get to the rink? Uh, some like one of the Tangaroo. people, the team guys, uh, picked me up. So from the airport, I was fucking. Honestly, God, the only reason, the only way I got through that game was pure adrenaline and being fired up to be there. So your time scale is completely off. What oh, time? Yeah. Like you're, it's probably three a.m. for you. Didn't know what time it was here. I <laughs> had no idea what it. It was. I was so gassed. I didn't sleep a wink. I can't sleep on planes for any longer. Than what about buses? Hour. Can you sleep on buses? 
Sleeper buses, okay. no, not man, coach buses. You should see this guy. What? Oh, he just hates it on the bus. Oh, yeah. I'm, I fucking, yeah. I Couple hate being hours, cooped no up. hours, no problem, and he's just, like, frustrated, and he's sweating, yeah. he's got his shirt off, and he's moving around, he's pissed <laughs> off at everybody, and you're just like... I'm too long. Nobody <laughs> fucking go down to nosy seat. <laughs> yeah, so... You go down and start picking at him, man, and he's, like, ruins your whole bus ride, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're in the car for two hours from Sydney to Hunt... Where, sorry? To Newcastle. To Newcastle. Yeah. With a stranger. With a stranger, yeah. But, I mean, I was so fired up to be there. Uh, we lost that game uh, 6-4. <laughs> I had no points, and I was an import. But, I like, it was amazing, like, how much better I felt than the other players. And I was fresh off travel. Yeah. But it just, I had no touch that game. But, I yeah. mean, I was like, man, once I get the feel of this, like, this is going to be so fun. Like, yeah. Warren's meant for game one. It's basically... It's not as good as Junior A, but the imports, and you're allowed to have four per team playing in, in any game, the imports are fucking, they could be AHL guys. There's been guys that played in the A that just came over for, for fun. So everyone else is Australian on the team? Everyone else is Australian. There's some guys that have been there so long that they're Canadians and they're and they're finally, they got citizenship, so then they're Aussies. So that's how the league gets better and better every oh. year. But for the most part, the four imports on the team are the nastiest. Just are, are sick, played right? there, didn't he? Sorry? Jesco Bernard? Yeah, Jesco Bernard played last year. He's there right now? No, he played he played in Perth last year. Um, and then went right to Pensacola in the SP and had a really good year. I think he had like 30 goals this year. I just year. remember because we talked about him last time because you were reading yeah. through the book. Remember? Oh, yeah, because he played for Moncton. And, and like McCausland and those yeah. boys. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But yeah. he didn't he didn't go back though this year. No? I'm surprised because like it's funny too because most people don't so even well. realize there's hockey in Sydney and not to be mistaken with ice hockey. Yeah. Oh yeah, because <laughs> you can't say hockey or else they think it's field hockey. So I actually got in a bad hockey. tendency when I was down there of calling it ice hockey, which is very un-Canadian of me. But when people are like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Ice First hockey, of all, like, they yeah, think no I sound shit. like a... Right? Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, so, it's funny, It's different, right? It's different. But you know what's funny? They're, they actually know about the trailer park boys well, in, yeah, in, yeah, in, really. in Australia. So... Like that's low budget show fired on late night channels. <laughs> yeah, All the time it, people eh? will watch it. People are like, you sound like those guys. I'm like, well, <laughs> that's I don't really sound like them, but I can see how you can make the connection because yeah, like it's sure. very Canadian. Yeah. But it's just funny that they that they're able to watch that. Well, right? That's their bread and butter, man. Is yeah. being Canadian, those fellas. Yeah. But uh, yeah, fucking, <laughs> you know, I could go on and on about fucking Australia all day. Well, let, let, was, let's go on and on. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about outside yeah. the rink. Let's, let's go like hobby. Are you a surfer? You go to the beach? What do you do? Oh, you I, fans? You hit, like, come like, on. Hit talk about the bars. Talk, give me something about oh, Australia. Okay. The girls, he talk the about girls? the kangaroos. Like, give me something. All right, boys, sit back and relax. <laughs> I got to piss. Keep, you go. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll keep I'll keep the uh, we'll the Aussie story now. going right away. Just keep the door open so you can hear about it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I mean, fuck. We'll start with the beaches. They were obviously world famous to some extent, and uh, obviously the women. It's crazy. I don't know if if boob jobs are less expensive there, but it seems like every fucking girl in Australia has fake boobs. Neck problems leaving there. Yeah, back problems or something. But anyways, yeah, the the beaches are are unbelievable. It's it's so tropical and. That's right up my alley, too. I fucking if, hate If the you cold. went up to some random girl on the beach and you started talking to her and she was like, what are you doing? And you said, I played for the Sydney Bears ice hockey team. Do you think that the, she would know? No, she'd have no? no fucking clue. But first of all, like, if anyone asked me a question, this I got this all the time, I would respond as I normally would, but the look on their face <laughs> by the way I was talking, it was, it was like they thought I was, like, mentally challenged oh. or something. <laughs> 
I swear to God. So then I would start, I'd find my, I'd catch myself like looking back at them like, this person actually like thinks that I'm fucked just by the way I'm talking. Just cause you're they're different. fucking rude though, honestly. I've I, heard I, that. I can't even lie. Like they're, they're like posh. They're like very they're posh. Better yeah. Than they're uptight and you know, they're, they think of this shit and honest to God, anytime you'd go up and talk to a girl at the bar, you couldn't help but notice in her facial expression that all she's wondering is how much money you have in your wallet. Oh man, I, literally, I, I, that's like what it's like. That. So I mean, you know, I just started to fucking be what? funny about how it. How does none sound? <laughs> yeah. so what, they just like straight up ask you how much no, money you got. No, they, they don't. Can just tell by looking at someone. She's like, yeah, mm-hmm. you can just tell that mm-hmm. she she's waiting for one of those guys that drives in in a fucking white Audi, buys out the bar. Yeah, wearing a fresh oh, cut bottle suit. service. You know, not trackies and a polo. You know, yeah, the the Duder special. Hey man. Yeah. Take it easy. That's a fucking turnoff. Yeah, but I mean, those girls on Instagram are just oh, they're they're oh, rocking. Well, they easy live to in hide bikinis. behind your camera, dude. Like, what's that? Shit, it's easy to hide behind the camera. I don't care. That's all. I'm never gonna see them in real life. I'm, yeah. I don't know the next time I'm gonna be down in Australia. All you need is the like button. The like button. Yeah. Yeah. But the the, the bars were fucking it's sick. They're obviously this. crazy. Yeah. You know, like there's. That's beautiful. Right downtown uh, Sydney, right in Darling Harbor there. Yeah, so how far, is, how far is your team from Sydney? We're, so where I lived, the house that I lived in was probably 20 minutes down the motorway, okay. which is basically like if you're thinking about a motorway, it'd be like the Cirque. Okay. Right? So yeah. you're going from fucking Dartmouth Main Street down to the yeah. the uh, the bridge, like that type of kind of motorway. That's it's not 20 bad at minutes. All. That's yeah, not nothing. Bad at all. Go down there on the bus on a Saturday night, um, and the rink was actually halfway. So, okay. like, we'd leave our house and you'd go halfway, and there's the rink. There's a, the rink was actually in a in a shopping mall. Where? In in Sydney, just like the one in Quebec. Just like the one in Quebec, <laughs> except there wasn't like an amusement park around it. Like it was like you know shopping restaurants. The Gap. <laughs> the Gap. The Gap. That's um, incredible. And the other there's two there's two Sydney teams. And both of us played out of the same rink. So anytime we played against each other. It's no big deal. Yeah, exactly. So I was used to that. Yeah. So we had a <laughs> so we had what they, what they called a Sydney Derby because it was the two Sydney teams the playing D- against D- each D- other. They would sell out those games and there'd be maybe like a, a thousand people there. Ooh. Yeah. So that, that was pretty cool. And obviously ice hockey is not big yeah. in Australia. Yeah. But those who be, like came to love it, loved it like so much just like, like groupies else. like anybody well not else? not so much groupies like super fans super fans right like super fan is a groupie yeah but when i think a groupie okay I sorry okay <laughs> i guess not a groupie yeah you're right yeah, you're yeah right. like yeah. groupie fall around the band yeah, trying yeah, to, yeah. Trying to bang them all shit, right groupie yeah. well there's some crazy super fans but yeah anyway is. sorry continue yeah so i mean and you know the the fans loved it they're they're selling all kinds of you know gitch and merchandise yeah. and all that stuff and one of the things i loved the most about playing was the teams were so far apart, they're all over the country, so we're flying to away games. So that was the first time I'd ever done that. Sweet deal. That's you know, in my whole career, and, and like I played pro, right? Incredible. So like this, and was, you're getting to see a country that you've never been to before, so flying that, around. Absolutely, because you get to see all aspects of it. Then, right? Yeah. Like you're going from minor hockey to like battling with your parents or other parents to get to games, to then finally you get up to the bus life, and then you're like, okay. Now we're flying to away now games where flying, you went from yeah. the pink bus in Bridgewater to standing <laughs> on the way to fucking games to 
Fuck it. Yeah. Let's fly. For playing class. a beer league, playing beer league to going to Australia, yeah. just flying Stay, around. Keep, yeah. keep uh, chasing your dreams, man. That's you can it, get on man. planes to away games if you really push. You never know what what could happen, what could come up, right? Who's that? Who's calling you? Rooster. Rooster. You can answer it. Put him on the mic. Put it on speaker. <laughs> no, you don't. No, want you don't want to listen say. to that. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. That's no, funny. but that's that's actually. Uh, it's crazy to think. About, it's really. just. Uh, I don't. It, it's impressive that you've done all this, but what's more impressive is that you you did it by yourself. You uh, you talked to these coaches, you networked yourself, and you went out and you did it. Yeah. You didn't have a hesitation. You'd say it. most people would be like Australia by myself. Nah, not for me. Help and you, you you're just you know, I'm going to Australia to play some hockey. Yeah. And you're just it just you know it's it's inspiring. Well, it's yeah. just a lot cool. easier to throw in the towel than it is to yeah, to go do something yeah. like that, right? Like, and there's a lot to be said for shit like that, you know? Absolutely. The one thing uh, like. I feel like about that decision is I, I kind of knew that with regards to playing that this was probably going to be my last year. So it was, it was more or less play my last year pro go down to Australia and play in that, in that league down there and yeah. just kind of have that be the yeah. end of it. Right. Cause yeah. I wanted to start coaching and all that. You stuff, find your, so. your mindset as like you were saying, how you were a horned up rook. And then, like, you know, like you said, your career is coming down to that end. There's definitely – you think it's a different mindset or do you think you just go about your business a little different? Uh, it's it definitely a different mindset. I, like, I found – I started to not give a shit as well towards the end of my, my pro career as, as opposed though. to when I was 21. I mean, I'm only 26, yeah. right? But – But still, that's, there's a lot different That's fucking hard on you, man. You don't make enough money in those minor leagues – to be able to give it everything you have and but have it still be such a question mark because in those minor leagues there's no like players association when you get down into like the SPHL there's no like PHPA or anything so if you have two bad games you're on the way out and that was after fucking you've, you're only making 400 bucks a week yeah, right yeah, yeah. so it's tough to really like yeah. But when you're young, you don't give a shit. You're just fired up. You get you enough wanna... money to go to the bar. Yeah, that's that's. You right. know yeah. what I mean? And like I say that, but they pay for all your living. They pay for food and all that shit. So it's you're pocketing that much money every yeah. week. So it's yeah. salvageable. But well, it's such survive, a it's such right? a there's grind between living and surviving for sure, right? <laughs> and then we just it, it, it kind of came to the point where I was like, you know what, I gotta fucking move on and yeah. Yeah, it's a tough point yeah it's it's hard to it's I hard to turn that on, page yeah. but i'm excited to be coaching i'm coaching major bantam and cole harbor next year with uh with alds and billy and wiggy okay so nice. yeah that's good. like that's, group that's of good buddies kids, coaching man. kids that actually give a shit about what you're talking about and mm-hmm. you know it's Understand not like your terms and stuff like that. exactly right those kids all they want to do is get better mm-hmm. so we're i'm excited about that and younger coaches man like especially as a kid like i know you went through like you have an older coach and you're kind of like you know, he's yelling at you to skate and stuff because I was always like this too. He'd be like, bag skate. And I'm thinking like, can you even do this? Mm-hmm. Like you're talking about holding us accountable and all this shit, but like, can you do it? You can't even do this. So like having a younger coach who you like, especially these days where, you know, you guys would be up to date on Snapchat and Instagram and that's what all these kids are all about, right? And yeah. Fortnite or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. <laughs> so like you can, you can connect with the kids easier that way, yeah. right? As if you're an old guy, like put your phones away, like that kind of yeah. shit, right? Like yeah, it's, so it's good for the kids. So then yeah. they, they, they trust you, your buddies with them. Yeah. Right, but at the same time, you can be kind of harsh with them because that's how they're going to learn. Man, Alds had a really good point. He was yeah, it's well said. Dude. He said uh, it's amazing these days how how like kids they can actually look you up on these types of platforms. You know, like I mean, the prospects I mean. and shit. So he's he a bullshitter. Back in the day, okay. like when we're playing Bantam, 
we don't have this knowledge of hey, where did our coach play? Like, yeah. Oh wait, he's just a fucking high school teacher. Yeah. And played midget man. house, right? So now these kids, they'll actually listen to you because they'll, they'll search you know for a fact they've them. searched you up. Yeah. And seen what you've done, so they'll really respond when when you're when you're giving them that like type of coach mm. player uh, relationship, yeah. and, and that's that's how they're getting so good. That's an you aspect know? I never even thought of. Yeah, it's, and I it's was crazy. Thinking of it too, because like, say you do coach. I mean, you could even probably throw them in on this little snippet here, because then they get to hear kind of the road you took, and like how like it's it sounds fun. Like if you get to like the partying and the beaches and and the shit that you you get to see that's different. But yeah. at the same time, it was such a grind. Oh yeah, mentally, physically, mm. you know what I mean, financially. On your family, on your everything, right? It takes everything out of it you, does, for sure. Right? But if that's what you want, then those are the things you got to sacrifice, I guess, is basically what I got out of it. Absolutely. So you're, you're starting, <laughs> yeah, you, you start this next year? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I went and, like, yeah. watched uh, watched their provincials. I was really I was really intrigued to, uh, to kind of get my eyes on the first-year guys who were going to be coming back who I'd actually have a hand in coaching. Okay. Um, so I was I was extremely – I found that our best players were, were the first-year Bantams that we're actually going to have next year, which was – you know, really good to see and kind of puts high hopes on the season. But, uh, yeah, I mean, these, the kids these days, they're fucking, they got all the best shit. Like, think about the gear we wore back in those days. Like, they just look like, I'm embarrassed to they look you. like little pros out there. And you're, like, it fires me up to think yeah. that all these kids want to do is get better and move on to the next level. I and I could have a part in that. Too is like, when you, if you give a shit enough about hockey, which I know you do and I do as well, is like, you don't want to see the game get worse and worse and worse. You want to, like, Develop yeah. players and help and have an and have an impact on that because like you still have something left to give I guess maybe mm, for sure so like you're like okay that kid could easily be this good if we just taught him this yeah right and if we have someone who does the grind then they're gonna be like mm. okay well that's that's true that's true that's true you can bullshit them after a while yeah absolutely and they would believe you right and that's what you got to do I think <coughs> I'm happy that you're saying that these kids want to get better and better because when me and Doodley were having our podcast the other day it's one thing that I was concerned about was their care towards their game and the commitment towards the game mm-hmm. when they go home. Are they yeah. shooting pucks? Are they on the rollerblades? Are they doing something to make sure? Xbox. Or are they playing Xbox? Exactly. So when I hear you say this and that these kids want to get better, it th- th- that makes me feel yeah. It makes me feel good. It's the same thing we said too when I said that I thought Major Bantam was not as good for hockey, but at the same time, the kids that do make it, we didn't touch on that side of it. They're now all of a sudden everything's more alive for them, mm-hmm. right? Like, okay, now I, I made this team. That's a stepping stone to this. Because mm-hmm. that's, you see it. I mean, you just go on your Instagram and you mm-hmm. go right from your league and then you watch kids that you played with move up and yeah. all that shit and that's all you can, that's all you see. Yeah, yeah, well, my thought process on that topic was just the other side of not making that AAA and what they made your Bantam now. Yeah. It's because when you're at that age, like we said last time, it's not... You're not really sure of yourself when you're that young and yeah. when you don't make the AAA. You're already you're... not sure, but like you don't love it yet, but you're like, I like it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you get your dreams crushed that you didn't even know you had, and then that's it, right? You're 15 yeah. years old and you're you're like, fuck it, hockey's done. It's yeah. sad to say, but I honestly think that that's kind of why they do it. Like they want these kids to be so good at such a young age that by the time that they actually reach their fate of whether it's getting drafted to the queue or mm. potentially the NHL, right? College. It's like, yeah, college. It's they've they've been groomed to become professionals at a way younger age than even we did, right? Like when I was I mean, I th- I found it was, it was sweet that like, you know, some like the subways were in my basement in fucking October, my yeah. second year Bantam. Like 
trying to get me to commit. So I was like, oh, that's cool. Like what, hockey might actually be able to be something. Yeah. But I wasn't thinking about that shit when I was going into my first year Bantam. Like, oh, like, well, this is my draft year. I better, you know, like yeah. it, it's just the mindset's too. way different. In major Bantam, you have the odd tournament, right? But yeah. when we played Bantam AAA, I mean, you had nine, ten tournaments you played in. That's a whole different thing. That's what being on the bus all the time and traveling, that's what's going to prepare you for like later later on phases yeah. you know you're gonna have to battle through the bus rides and jump off the bus and play and the bus breaks down and wait so i'm confused here there's no tournaments in major band there's just it, a few yeah there's just a couple so Antonian. it's okay yeah but then in the other it's just the it's a full league yeah season full, yeah that's it and then you'd have provincials or whatever but that's what that's what i'm saying like they're trying to to try to they're trying to throw so much more at these kids to kind of get that like mindset of Okay. This I is what you want to do. Okay, this is how hard you have to work yeah, at an earlier age, okay. right? Yeah, that so makes sense. we're going to go here. Like, for example, we're going to fucking Pittsburgh next year with, with our uh, our Cole Harbor team. And I hope they know already. What's that? I hope the team knows already. Uh, yeah, well, we, we told a couple. Okay. They're, we, they're pretty far. It's, it's, no, it's not really a surprise. A, yeah. we, we talked about it with the boys, but it's actually not fully set in stone. we got to yeah. make sure that uh, Danny can get us a couple games. There's but, always that stuff. But we're trying to get uh, three exhibition games, one against... The first one against maybe like a B cla- uh, caliber team, yeah. but we want to get spanked when we're up there too by a team, right? So, Danny was mentioning to Wiggy that they got a team that could be top five in in the whole country for peewee age in, in USA Pittsburgh. or Canada in really? US, in US. US, yeah. So of all US, yeah. So I mean, we want we you don't want to necessarily get spanked too bad by a team and get the boys' confidence down, but it's also important for these kids to see. What's going on in another in another country, another part of the world, and how hard you have to work yeah. in order to get to that next level? Because yeah. look at these kids, look at those kids, right? Yeah. So that's good. That's going to be cool. I think it's going to be a great experience for the kids. Absolutely, international yeah. play the Quebec tournament. I, I ate humble pie that whole tournament, man. Yeah. Playing those kids. Uh, what did we play? Colorado, I think it was. Dude, I can tell you all the teams we played. Okay, go through Your it. Your memory go. is fucking we crazy. Victoriaville at the opener in Quebec. I remember we threw mini sticks into the crowd. Yeah, we should have won and, that game. And I watched Tommy <laughs> hammer his off the glass fucking twice. Like, you know what I mean? And we lost 2-1 to them. I threw my mini stick behind the bench that uh, game. I know. Yelling. We played Colorado. We played the Connecticut. We played a team uh, in the mall. We we played That was when we played the Kelowna. Whalers. We also played uh, Kelowna, the Kelowna Rockets. We played, did I say Austria already? Who's the team that broke Solis' arm? That was Pittsburgh, I think. Oh, yeah, we played Lemieux's son. We played the Pittsburgh, like, Bees or some shit. It wasn't the Penguins. But I thought Lemieux's son was on the team. Oh, no, fuck, maybe, I can't maybe. remember I that kind of wrong. stuff. But, um, I remember we played nine games because that tournament's so cutthroat, right? You lose one fucking game. It's done, like March so. Madness. Yeah, yeah, you're done. But it is humbling. You're right. Yeah. Um, just, I was yeah, going to say I'm looking forward to uh, going to watch you guys coach. I want to see if you guys do any, like, Jimbo shit or, like, <laughs> You know what well, I mean? I'd like to see. You got to be careful the these days about pulling Jimbo shit. You know. Yeah. So, did, like, did you ever uh, any of the coaches you ever had go nuts other than Jimbo that you can remember? I know people love hearing about that shit. You mean <laughs> like question. minor hockey? Oh, anywhere's man. Anywhere's, anywhere's you've ever gone. Oh my god, my coach in Dauphin got on Sports Center for fucking harpooning twigs across the ice. <laughs> oh, the that was him. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah. Man, that was nuts. I literally, so he's just yard sailing everything yeah, off right. the bench at the refs. And I remember. Were you was, on the bench? I was. Yeah. And I remember talking to my liney beside me. I was like, watch this, watch this. So I kind of like slowly moved my body to the side and like presented my stick into an open area, knowing it was just bait. And, and right away, he grabs it. 
fires it actually hits the ref in the leg and it was on sports center i was like yes that's, that's exactly what i wanted to happen that's yeah. incredible so yeah i mean you see some crazy shit like, you, you were coaches. there for i remember someone told me a story so like i think it might have been i'm not even, i won't say the coach but anyways a coach in major midget he brought his laptop in and just like hammered it off the wall and screaming at the boys and shit yeah. you know what yeah. i mean that's that's, that's but it's like it's what? like how are you supposed to how are you supposed to be serious when you watch yeah. the coach? Like, because you were there for the Gatorade one. Yeah. With Jimbo. Yeah. I've never been on the bench with a coach who launches shit, though. That's awesome. God, I'd Jimbo's love to be a, a part of it. Jimbo's yeah. a legend. I love eh? that you baited yeah. him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here you go. Yeah. I love a coach that goes up Here. right to the door and, like, opens the door and, like, he's not on the ice, but it's, like, yelling it's at the ref yeah. from the it's ice. It's almost like they think, if, as soon as I step on here, I'm gone. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> they're, like, the, they're like, hold me back. I love yeah. a good uh, garbage flip, too. I love a kick. More of a kick when yeah. the coach comes in and kicks the can. Garbage cans are big, big. Uh, they're big props in the hockey world, man. Oh, yeah. Recycling sure. bins, the blue ones, those things are flimsy. Well, they're light, right? And it's not a. Do you ever cleaner. notice how you don't see the metal ones in dressing rooms anymore? Because yeah. when they used to be in there, they're <laughs> full dented, of dents. Yeah. yeah. Now it's plastic. Where if you dent it, it's just gonna bang yeah. right back. Oh, it's fine, right? Bunch of bottles go. go everywhere. It's, yeah. kind of, it's a it's a big effect. Yeah, I think they caught on to that. All these coaches freaking out and yeah. denting every fucking thing in there. Have you guys ever gotten uh, the Gatorade jug thrown? You guys ever witnessed that? No, he tried to do it. Remember, I told yeah. you. Yeah, it was full. It. Was yeah, that yeah. when uh, he was he, screaming at his knuckles? Yeah, because he hammered it and it was full. Fuck! <laughs> what happened? Yeah, I told you last last week. I think it was. Oh, yeah. He came in. He was reaming us, and he tried to act all tough and smash the game oh, yeah, ball across the room. And he just hit it, and it, he just screamed "fuck" at his fist for like ten minutes and walked out. And we were like, <laughs> "What?" Jimbo freaked out a few times, man. It's funny to watch him. Yeah. Oh, Mem- go remember, fight him! Uh, go fight him! Remember when? <laughs> I think it was like the first game of the season, and uh, obviously me, you, and Wig were fucking boys. We were best friends, and uh, we wore ninety one, ninety two, ninety three. Yeah, the way. we did nine one, nine two, nine three. That That's, was planned. And we lived that together. That was planned. Yeah, and it was, played together. Oh my god. Yeah. So. Oh, we were we were the Bash Bros. Anyway, so Jimbo was like, oh, the the brother the brothers are playing together tonight. The brothers are playing together tonight." It was later on the season in Yarmouth. Yeah, he's like, "Do it, or you're playing with your brothers tonight." And obviously, I was just a fourth line. I play with like Warrens, just run around, running people, PK, and and he was like, "You're playing with your brothers tonight." I was like, "Right on." So tell them the story because you probably had a better view than I did. <laughs> I yeah, I mean, first time I ever started, so I'm jacked up, right? We're yeah. playing in the middle too, so 91, 92, 93. Like we played those wings and it, shit. It was, it was, it was, a it was big, awesome. We were it was a pumped. big promotion. For were you guys dudes. the first line? Were you out there for old Canada? Yeah, yeah. That would be opening a good draw I took, but it was huge. The only time ever. That's awesome. Continue and, on. Uh, yeah, so Duder just blows this kid up. It was super, <laughs> super dirty hit. And then I get pumped. Real dirty. And then, so this guy goes after dudes. Wants to go him. Dudes, you know, yeah. he's just playing his game, whatever. So me and Wig catch wind of this guy going after dudes. And your your, your brotherly instincts kind of kick in. You're, all, you're pretty young, dude. Yeah, we were. We were stupid, you know, just <laughs> fucking playing junior and just wanting to, yeah. So uh, so both me and Wade go after this guy, chase him around the ice. He wants nothing to do with us. And I'm screaming at them like, fuck off. Like. Yeah. So dudes continues on with the play because he's avoiding this guy who we're now chasing. <laughs> and me and Wade are going like, opposite way, trying to kill this guy who wants nothing to do with us. Boom, they score. Never again. We go off. Jimbo goes, fucking never again. <laughs> Back to the fourth for me. These boys stay in the top three. Wait, wait, wait. So this was the first shift? First shift. No, oh, first shift. The guy is a good it's Never like, again. I tell you, I got, after I greased the guy, he hit me back, but I had my back turned, and I yeah. didn't have the puck, and he just cleaned me, and that's what they caught the wind of. Yeah. 
So then they, I looked up when I kind of got up, I was a little bit fucked up still. And uh, I looked up and these two idiots are chasing this guy. Like the play is over here and they're just chasing the guy around and he's just like trying to avoid them at all costs. And then boom, they go down and score. Jim was like, never fucking again. Never again. So I'm like, right on. It was my career. Yeah. That was my one shot, you know? That was a good one. That was a, that's a, <laughs> that's good, a good story. story. Yeah. That's an incredible story. <laughs> I'm just picturing like a snake, like just you two just chasing oh, this guy. Oh, yeah. They lost it. It was yeah. awesome, man. I never felt more safe in my life. Yeah, and it's a good feeling. There should have been a point where one of us just kind of should have tailed off and continue with the play. But I think both of us wanted it. it we wanted the satisfaction. I held everybody play. down by myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, should, actually, should we tell the story about our fight? Our first ever? Do you want to... Oh, yeah, you guys scrapped. on the team, though, I don't No, think. no, but I remember the, uh, the fucking Facebook picture there. Yeah, it Well, it started with text messaging. I was at lunch. I was just getting tired of people telling me I didn't fight. So I was like, fuck it, I'm going to fight somebody yeah, I know. He's the biggest pussy I know. Right. <laughs> it's pretty much how it went. Yeah. So I remember I was sitting at the lunch table. I was eating my ham sandwich and dude like texts me. He goes, hey, we got to go tonight. And I was like, all right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't punch you though, man. I remember we got hemmed in our zone by you guys for like three minutes. I remember Jimbo was just fucking losing it because now I'm out there and we're hemmed. Just running around like an idiot trying to kill anybody. And finally I seen you from the other side of the ice and I was like, oh. Are we doing it? We did it at center ice. It was at the height. end of my shift. I was exhausted. Same, yeah. yeah, well, at least you were positive exhausted. I was yeah, I guess about so. to go take my gear off. Yeah, I guess so. so. I was like, fuck it, let's do it. And I remember you. I remember when you punched me the first time, I was like, holy fuck. He actually hit me and yeah. it hurt. This is real. Like, did it I kinda, get you? It stunned me for a second. I was like, whoa, okay, this is how this goes, right? Because that was my first tilt, your first tilt. It was my second tilt. Oh, you didn't tell me that. I wouldn't have yeah. fought you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to take your fight B. No, but I, yeah, I didn't even know I got you. I was numb though. I like you know when your adrenaline's going, you can't even feel anything. I don't even know if I hit you or not. Yeah, yeah, you did. That's the best part. I don't think I hit you, but I did realize at that point that like when you're in that moment, you don't even give a shit. Oh, you know no, what I mean? No. It, but I remember somebody told me that that was there that it just looked like I couldn't punch you, and that's probably just because I remember just I have to be some pissed off to fight, right? True story. Before we fought, I knew I was gonna fight. I was in the classroom and I was watching George Larocque videos. And how he did it. And what I, I saw, he just essentially just tugged people and got them off balance and yeah. then just kept feeding them. He just grabbed the jersey, ragged all the I didn't do my fight strap up either. Rook mistake. Oh, Maybe I just didn't have up. the piece on my pants, right? Cause I no, just you were just grizzed. a big jersey tuck guy. Yeah, true. Grizzly I want to look talk. like uh, Dougie Gilmore. Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> if you got to look like him, you got to play like him. But it didn't really work. But the anyways. Fe- the feeling after fighting is like blissful. Oh, like, yeah. I miss it. Like, like, I never, like, fight at the bar or anything like that. But, like, f- getting in a fight in hockey is just the feeling after. It's, yeah. yeah, it is insane. You've, and your teammates appreciate it, too. That's the best part, right? Oh, like, you just... Even you know, if you yeah. lose. You do, whatever, you, you do whatever it takes for, for something better to happen for your team yeah. just because of that. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's just so the way it up. is. It's a feeling that can't be described until you actually just go through it. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of it. I don't want to you. No? I like being amped up and fired up and shit, but, I mean, like... Like I said, I just have to be so fumed to start punching people, right? Yeah. So I'm just like, eh, you know, fuck it, right? I'll try and talk my way out of it or something. Yeah. It's <laughs> too much effort, man. I get it. Like, talk your way out of it. That's classic. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, uh, it sucks if you're like, are a fighter and you got to do it every night, just like that documentary we yeah. saw the other day. That's different. But like, yeah, you, if you get to do it once every blue moon, it's a good feeling. True. I, I guess so. I might buy a punching bag and <laughs> do something. We're we're at almost at an hour and ten minutes here. What time's your game at? 
Well, it's not my game. Oh, you said, I thought you said you had a game. Buddy, I didn't... It's Leafs. Can't you see my shirt? Oh, sorry. The guy, the Christ, new, man. The you new... know, like, here's the thing about being a Leafs fan, right? You watch the playoff games because, you know, the future looks bright and all that shit. But, like, you just never know. So, you take the playoff games in stride. You guys watch them in your garage? Absolutely. We That's got two TVs. Got both TVs going. I won't tell you what else goes on. I'm sure I can guess. The guy upstairs, he has Boston socks on. The guy from Newfoundland. Oh, Newfies Boston. love the Bruins. I, I couldn't understand. They love word. it. Well, I was, I was up like there that. having dinner with him, and he was talking at dinner. I didn't understand a word he was saying. Nice. You'd understand. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You're it's from spy. Newfoundland? Yeah, spy. See, there's, look, that's another thing you're supposed to get into, man. I was. I, I didn't know he's from <laughs> Newfoundland. I didn't I get at him on Facebook. All right, how's Newfoundland doing? <laughs> oh, I mean, Newfoundland. I, I, you were there I, recently. I was there recently. My, my little brother lives there, actually, so I went to, uh, I went to see him. Um, you know, he's doing well. He's. 20 years old now, which is crazy because it was the first time I was legally allowed to drink with him. So that was that was fun. Legally, legally, yeah. Your brother, my brother, the same age. Yeah, yeah. just fresh, freshly 20. So yeah, but yeah. Other than that, I mean, I fucking left there when I was. It's just something people wouldn't. Four know. Four years old. Yeah, they wouldn't know they it about me other Dartmouth, than right? other than my last name. Noseworthy. Eh? Oh, Noseworthy. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I'll ask you a quick question. I got a buddy that's getting married next year, and we're kind of wondering where to go for the bachelor party. Would you recommend Newfoundland rather than maybe going down to, I don't know. We were thinking maybe going to Boston or something, but we don't know if anyone can afford well, it. Wicked awesome it, clam chowder. <laughs> well, unless you're going to Vegas. I don't know if we're not going to Vegas. Yeah, so if you're not like kind of doing that, there would be nothing wrong with going down to George Street for a weekend no, or man, whatever. How much are flights to Newfoundland, like round trip? Oh, 250 on, bucks. Nothing. Nothing. Tops? Nothing. Yeah, hold nothing. Him, hold him to that. Tell me if 250 bucks round trip. All right, Fuck I'll that. definitely. Yeah. Uh, no, so that's, I'll, that's an idea. It's a good it's time, man. All right, you know, there's a there's bachelor party, so there it's good good place for Dude, rippers. The people are friendly as know. hell. Like, yeah, they they want to talk to you. You've been shit. there? I've yeah, never we been. Went down there for Junior B Atlantic. So it was hype. You all. Oh, yeah. I slept two that. hours before we played the opening game. <laughs> <laughs> I want Tommy to get. Too. I want Tommy to get on here so we can tell. Me this, too. So you can uh, tell stories about when you guys played against each other in Junior B. Those were some good fucking you, t- Those were some good stories. Yeah, and minor hockey, man. Partying at Tommy's house. There's all kinds of topics we cover on that shit, man. Yeah. It's just- um, all right, I got nothing else to say unless uh, unless you got something else that you want to ask. I got everything out of out of them that I want. Is there Fire away, Duder, because you know, know more I... than fucking anyone else, probably. Yeah, see, I'm I'm learning a few things myself here tonight. Right? <laughs> it's nice to go on the fly. Oh yeah, yeah I, I did want to ask about you. Southern barbecue in Alabama was it good? Oh was yeah, it they, was it the real That's deal? It. Oh, it's... good question. I'm a big it's barbecue amazing. guy yeah. from what I hear. Honestly, really God, about Alabama. So I feel like that's a really different hockey community. So It is, but it's incredible. Like, when I played in Huntsville, they, there's nine to 10,000 people at every game. So Alabama. it's special treatment at bars and shit, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. We yeah. got, you know, there'd be places where they'd, they'd shut down the, the VIP balcony, and we would just have a finish our game. They'd have our post-game meal. Up in this huge nightclub, VIP balcony with beers on ice and food for the players. Right? That's shit you want to hear. Yeah, but that's only because it's sm- like kind of a small but biggish town in southern U.S. Talk about southern hospitality. Oh yeah, What's crazy it, man. It was Huntsville was unbelievable. That's where because uh, that's where I heard most of your stories out of too. Yeah, I, Huntsville. I, I got some good ones. Some little two hour rated for the for the well, you, no. can't, radio you, can't you gotta you gotta you got a job, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, I gotta I gotta mind uh, what I what I talk about. So. That's the worst part. <laughs> yeah. People Professional now, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um you put your all right, face well, like this. <laughs> can't see my face. That's right. 
Oh yeah, I forgot we're videotaping. It's a good <laughs> See, good I told aspect. you, you forget your. Uh, Buddy, I forget what you forget. When we even got here. <laughs> so you don't we were driving here. Dudes is like, where are we going again? <laughs> we might as well stop at Belly's. All right, well, let's let's get a quick prediction for the game tonight. Obviously, your bias opinion. I refuse but to predict on my team. I'm right. sorry. Noseworthy. Oh. Uh, you don't think there's gonna be a game seven, or you think um, it's over tonight? No, I'll. I'll wait. Where's the game? Toronto. Toronto. I'll say there's going to be a game seven in Boston. I think uh, I think Osti Wasti is going to step up. I think those uh, Mariners been playing well. I thought um, Kadri played sick last game. Me too. I you know what? I knew Kadri would would just bounce back. Well, it was going to go one of two ways. It's either he's going to use the emotions from getting suspended negatively and get yeah. back into shit, or he was going to use it to fire him up and be first on pucks. And, Absolutely. And that's what he did. You see that fucking thread he threw to Johnson? That was sick. Right but yeah, on. I think uh, I think Nylander and those guys are going to step up, and I, I yeah. think You're who learn. knows what's going to happen in Boston Game Seven, yeah. but I think they'll win tonight at home. Game Seven would be incredible, obviously, because those two have a crazy history. But I do think that Boston plays incredibly well in uh, and on away games, especially when they don't want to go back to Boston; they just want to finish it out. Yeah. I'm predicting Marshawn two goals, two assists. He's going to absolutely Fuck, light see, it up. That's a shitty spot for me. I'm a diehard Leafs fan, but I love watching Marshawn. Yeah, play, man. I mean, like, how could you not love watching fucking? I hate when people a, fucking rat on. He him. said, "He's a great player." In his players' review, and he said something about that was a great if I read. didn't, uh, I know if that I didn't play read. the way I do, you wouldn't even give a shit about like hating me or loving me you or said something that? like that. Yeah, yeah. he's like, because I wouldn't be in the NHL. You what should read. You should read it. The players, the player tribute. tribute. It was. I good, didn't read it. I shared yeah. it. I think on my Facebook. Oh, oh so it's a good read. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God, it's fantastic. And like, you, you can connect with it too. Like, I played with Marcy Jeff, and I've been to their house, and his dad, that he like brings the whole team over, and he'd give you like a. We had to pull the dock out one time. At their house in like February, and he just didn't <laughs> tell anybody or whatever. We were just going over there. We thought for like a fucking barbecue or something, right? Yeah. So when you're reading it, you can kind of envision it, right? Which is nice. Okay. Yeah. And it's good for Nova Scotia. So he sticks up for himself, Brad. For what? sure. Yeah. Yeah. He actually, well, he, he was it. probably harder on himself than most people are. He's he, like, yeah, he was. Right. But which is, it's, but that's that role. It was funny because the start of it, it said something like, uh, "If you if you like me." You'll like this. If you hate me, you'll, you'll love this, this yes, exactly. which I thought was fucking beauty. That's what right? made me read it. Yeah. I read that. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm invested now. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it was great. But yeah, yeah. Marshy's. I'm not going to predict. He's a, he's a great player. A it's hard to. Yeah, I don't have to predict. screaming at the TV. Classic fan, you know, screaming what they should be doing because I played at the NHL level, right? So <laughs> I fucking know. So Dude is an expert. He'll be there, okay. beer in hand. You play beer like for seven years or whatever, and you watch every game that you can. I mean, you, you learn the game a little bit better than when you played. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, so you're down to do that mic'd up thing? I don't want to talk about it now, but just off the top of my head, you want your? We'll talk about it later. Actually, no, I don't want to talk about it now. Um, one thing I want to talk about Marchand is that he's very well uh, trained in the media. He doesn't. He's, he's almost like Crosby. He says nothing. Yeah. He's you know? smart enough not to say something stupid because that's what they're trying to do to him. Yeah. And so that's why I'm excited to read this, this because you're saying that he sticks up for himself. It's yeah. something that he never does. He just yeah. he apologizes when he does something stupid and that's it. Yeah. When I'm sure he wants to lash out. All yeah. right. We good? We're good. I mean, unless you guys got anything else. Well, no. We're going to uh, – the fact that you said you have stories from Alabama yeah. and you, you haven't spread them out yet, we're going to have to do that. We're, we'll get you back for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm happy to come back for uh, for round two it for is. sure. Yeah? Christ, yes. Aren't yeah. you coming back Friday with Jordan? Well, I guess. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was informed. You guys got – you guys are going to – what do you say? Beef it out? Squash it out? I'm not telling you what we're doing, man. Well, I'm the host. Anyways. <laughs> Friday show. He needs a script. Yeah, I need a script. <laughs> <laughs> Friday. That Friday will never be here. All right. Um, to all the listeners out there, thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, the past like three episodes have been uh, incredible on the download aspect. 
Um, tons of more content to come. We got Andrew Graham and Spencer Cameron tomorrow. Wednesday we have Quake Matthews. Thursday is going to be uh, Quake. content con- video content day. And then Friday, like I just said, Jordan Thomas and then Doodle is going to be coming back. Coming for you, Tomzy. Uh, so, yeah, like I said, thanks again for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, Tyler, once again, thank you for coming on, man. Thanks for having me. I had, uh, I had a great time. You're going to be back? I'll be back for sure. Sounds good. So that's all we got to say now. High button note. Got to pack my things and go. Move fast, not slow. Dog is mine. Oh, you've got to pack your things and go. Move fast, not slow. That dog is mine. is mine. is mine.